what you're not gonna do is put me in a box. <laughs> when I say the definition of I said what I said, <laughs> that's what I meant. I mean, come on, be serious. Ooh, honey. Hey, honey, what's up? I know I'm a few days behind schedule, but it's okay. It's all good. I'm still gonna make sure that I give you guys a good episode. So today is November 13th and y'all we are a week away from Thanksgiving. I'm just looking at the calendar like oh my gosh time is literally (laughs) flying and I say that every time I I start a new episode but it is like it's it's going y'all like I'm I'm already planning for Christmas and I gotta say it's it's coming quickly it's my baby's first Christmas so you know we're not getting anything big but uh it's still special so it's our first time as parents having to look for gifts that are good for him things that he'll like and you know we've we've now entered the parenthood chat for the holiday season and I'm gonna be grateful for this one because you know all of his gifts are probably under twenty dollars um, thank the Lord for that. But I am excited about the holiday season. You know, it's always a bittersweet situation for me being that my dad is not here. And this will be the first holiday um, with me being a parent and another moment that he's not here to share with me. But, you know, what what the uh, old people say to be absent in the flesh is to be praising with the Lord. So, hey, that's just what it is. I love him. I miss him dearly. We are going to make this holiday season, this first Christmas for our son, a special one. And I will not forget to include um, my dad, of course. So speaking of Christmas, um, my family and my extended family, my husband's family, they're pretty good about keeping the holiday joyful for me. Like it's always something good going on. We we always have a good time. So, um, I know this, this year won't be shy of that at all. And, um, my husband, I have to give him his flowers because anytime that I've, had like I don't know it just seems like he's always known like if it was a year that was kind of rough for me he always does something very sentimental and a few Christmases ago if that's even a word he got me this vinyl record player and it was like it, it is to this day one of the best gifts I've ever received um and that is because my dad used to have crates and crates and crates of vinyl records and so you know I had this thing growing up where you know I would just play in the records or even just looking at the records I've also listened to quite a few so my musical taste and the my preferred genre was non-existent I just listened to everything because that was the kind of dad I had um he used to listen to everything like he was he was very musically inclined and I naturally took interest in music as well and a lot of people don't really like I mean come on this is 2023 we're almost in 2024 some people don't have never even heard music from a vinyl record player 
And those of you who have, some of you may think that, you know, the sound is kind of muffled. But for me, it elevates my musical experience. And I think it's just because that's something that I share with my dad. It's, it's just a very sentimental thing. And so I'm always reminding my husband of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you got me this. I love this. And um, last year, was it last year or the year before, I bought a um, Christmas vinyl record with like all the Christmas classics. And, you know, now I get to really appreciate it because I have a child. I can't wait to spin that record, y'all. I cannot wait. But um yeah, like I was saying, like that was just something that I shared with my dad and I naturally took on that interest. And if you know me, then you know, like I listen to oldies, jazz, rock, country, hip hop, R&B, gospel. And I ain't just talking about, you know, Kurt Franklin gospel. I'm talking about old gospel hymns, like the mother in the church she's standing up to give her testimony and it turns to a whole song that I like I'm my my musical taste is so broad that there's no limit or time frame on it um I've listened to just about every genre of music over the course of 31 years um which leads me into today's conversation so lately I've been kind of conscious about the music I listen to and I will say this, I love a good oldie, like, you know, Denise Williams type oldie. And um, my family knows, like, if something is bothering me, I listen to jazz. And my theory behind the whole listening to jazz is like, you ever had so much going on in your head and you just need to quiet your thoughts and, you know, I'll just, I'll go and what they say, lay it on the altar. I'll go, I'll pray and I'll lay it all out. I'll pray about it, but I'm still human. So even though I've given it to God, it could still kind of linger in the back of my mind. So I usually listen to jazz and um, I don't know any 31 year olds that are just like out here listening to John Coltrane or Miles Davis, but that's me and my explanation I think I explained this to my husband when he first asked me when we first moved in together it was so hard you know living with him living with someone else a male a man that was my first time ever living with a man or a man living with me or whatever us living with each other and he noticed that every time we would have a big argument or if I was going through something like if I lost a family member, if I was just really sad or really stressed or just angry, I would listen to jazz. And it was stuff that he was like, you know, my grandma listened to stuff like this. What are you listening to? And I had to explain to him, like, I do this because there's so much noise in my head already. I don't want to listen to words. I just want to feel the music and jazz is one of those genres like you feel the emotion behind the uh artist like you can feel it the way they're playing whatever instrument they're that they're playing you can feel how deep they are resonating with whatever um whatever they're playing and so I always go to old jazz like even if I listen to something with words, it's, it's not like real words, like um, Ella Fitzgerald or something. Like, I just want to feel, like, pour my emotions out. 
And it's crazy because I think a lot of us do that. I really do. Um, we, we tend to watch certain things or listen to certain things based on how we're feeling. And so I came across um, gospel rapper D1, Sway Freestyle, and per usual, y'all know he did his thing on it. Um, but his his interview was so full of sub- substance and it was pretty much related to what I'm saying about music and how, um, or just anything, any music, shows, movies, we tend to gravitate to when to basically feed our emotions and it end up changing the outcome of whatever that was affecting us. We either going to act or react in a certain way and we don't realize that it's really based on what we've allowed ourselves to take in during that moment. And uh basically, you know, D1's uh interview with Sway was so full of substance. He was he was talking about how the agenda behind the the cult, the hip hop culture um you have a lot of artists making music that they're not even living by but then people like me or you know the young people these days they'll listen to the music and they actually will make channel that whatever they're listening to it becomes their emotion whatever they're however they're feeling they begin to act off the music that they're hearing and unfortunately um D1's words in his interview seem to have been taken completely out of context by some of the biggest names in hip-hop culture. But, you know, I feel like, you know, his whole agenda is just to push positive messages over drug dealing and violence. And I couldn't agree more. Like, like I'm saying, what we allow ourselves to hear and see soon becomes a part of how we think. Um, And this is affecting our decision-making. So when I listen to jazz... It clears, it, it it settles my mind. There are no words. It's just complete instrument. That's all. And it gives me that space to release what's in my head without actually taking in more that's feeding how I'm feeling at the time. With all the media outlets, including like Instagram, Facebook, you know, all of that, it's so easy to be impacted by what we see. And let's be real, God tells us the importance of what we take in. And I know you've heard an English teacher or, or, you know, an old head say something like, um, the eyes are the portal to the soul. I think that was like William Shakespeare or something like that. But that's also biblical. Um... But God tells us the importance of what we take in. You can't let your sight. And this this is something that I heard Pastor Mike Jr. preach on um, not too long ago. He was, he was laying out sight and vision, like the difference between your sight and your vision. And he was saying, like, your sight, you see with your eyes open. Your vision, you see with your eyes closed. So what I'm saying is, you know, you can't let your sight alter your vision. And we do that a lot when we listen to certain things based off how we're feeling or when we watch certain things based off what we're feeling. We're going through a breakup, so I'm going to go watch a movie about a breakup. It's going to make it worse because now you're looking at how this person in the movie is dealing with the breakup and you may end up channeling 
how you are dealing with it. Okay, I'm going to deal with it like this. I saw this in the movie. You don't even realize that you're doing it, though. Or, you know, um, you are lustful. You're, you you just started talking to somebody. And, you know, y'all getting to know each other. You're in there getting to know each other's stage. But every time you're talking on the phone with them, you're listening to R. Kelly. You know, everything, some sexual music. All of a sudden, you're sexualizing that person versus you versus you getting to know them you're now seeing how how you would be with them intimately and I'm not talking about I mean like the physical intimacy because there's so many ways but that's how we let what we see and what we hear alter the overall vision or the overall outcome of something based on the emotions that we're feeling at that moment and I know that probably went over somebody's head But um, you have to take time and think about the things that you're... First, assess your situation. How are you feeling? And I feel like it's it's 100% okay to feel the emotions. And I've gotten to a point in 31 years, I've gotten to the point where I'm like allowing myself to feel those emotions, but also taking time to think through those emotions and not automatically react off of those emotions. And that's where this comes into play. When you're feeling like that, who is around you? What are you seeing? What are you listening to? How is it affecting the way you feel right now? All of those things are important because they then become your decision making. It it, it then becomes the way you're going to decide how you're going to make your next move. Matthew 6, 22 and 23 and Luke 11, 34 to 35 is literally the same thing. And, it, and it's basically telling us that our eyes is the lamp to our body. So whatever you have, whatever you're seeing, you're filling your soul with it. That's why it's so important. It's so important. Even if you're listening to something, you can listen to something and automatically visualize what you're listening to. You ever done that? Like you're listening to an audiobook and you can visualize. You don't even see the book. You don't see the words on the page. You're listening to it, but you can visualize it. You see the importance of what you see and what you hear and how they correlate and then how they make you feel emotionally. I've listened to audiobooks and they could have been fictional and my emotions were affected because something happened to the main character in the book and I'm listening to it, but I can visualize it. That's the importance. And so that's why I'm like, we have to be more mindful about what we allow ourselves to see and what we allow ourselves to hear because subconsciously we start making decisions off that. So I'm going to read both of these scriptures just for fact. So y'all can fact check me because I'm one of those people. I'm a fact check everything. So Matthew 6, 22 and 23 says, the eye is a lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? And then you go to Luke 11, 34 and 35. It says your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are healthy, your whole body also is full of light. 
but when they are unhealthy, your body also is full of darkness. See to it then that the light within you is not darkness. Therefore, if your whole body is full of light and no part of it dark, it will be just as full of light as when a lamp shines its light on you. Wow. Mic drop. The, anytime you see something repeat, and, and, and the Bible is full of this, you see repetition in verses, that should signal importance. Anytime you see something, even with directions, you ever read directions and you see the same thing, you like, you just told me this. Ding, 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 ding. It's important. Take it in. Apply it. It's important. I'm going to give you a great example. I'm going I'm to I'm share some personal stuff without putting names and, and, and dates and all that stuff in there. I'll just say in college. So I'm going to ask you, but I already know some of y'all that went through this because I went through this. You ever been so mad that you started listening to like your favorite artist? Like, I remember I would be in a whole Twitter finger war on social media, going back and forth for somebody. Ooh, ooh, I'm mad, I'm mad. And they dropped that one line, pull up. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Pull up then. Okay. You get in the car, and all of a sudden, you got little Boosie set it off on the max. I mean, you ready. You ready. Headed to go make a decision that's going to cost you something. Now you'd have made a decision. You you was mad. So you listened to something that was going to urge you to do what you know you shouldn't even be doing. So I'm I'm mad. I'm in the car. Set it off. I'm mad. I'm mad. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go set it off. You said pull up. For the pull up. What's up? I'm mad. The whole time I know if I go over here and I do what I'm feeling, I'm going to jail. I go to jail. I'm getting kicked out of school. I get kicked out of school. I got to go home. I got student loans, no degree. You see what I'm saying? It just trickled down. It just trickled down. That one minute that you was arguing with somebody when you really could have just logged out. No, no, no. You got in the car. You put on something to support what you feeling like when you really should have got in that car and probably put on some Fred Ham and Jesus be a fence. Be a fence, God. Be a fence. Be a fence that I can't jump. That's what you should have did. Be a fence that I cannot jump. Because if I jump it, I'm going to jail. <laughs> so y'all, y'all have been here. I know. Or or let's say, you know, everybody be like, I ain't no fighter. All right. You went through a breakup. Cause I've been here too. You went through a breakup. And now you stalking your ex page. You looking at the page. You looking. And all you see is your ex smiling, they enjoying life, and you over here crying your eyes out. You miserable. You done gave so much, and I done sacrificed so much, and now they on day, what day? They happy, and I'm sad. And now you sitting there listening to Keisha Cole. I should have cheated. I should have cheated. You now you listen. You should have cheated. Why? Why? Why assassinate your character for somebody else? Why? You see what I'm saying? What you listening? What you listen to? And now all of a sudden, you let that one person. You listen to Keisha Cole. I should have cheated. Now you done met somebody nice. They treat you right. They love you. 
you know, but you can't get past that one thing. Now you still, uh-uh, I should have cheated. I ain't let nobody else do me like that. I'm on my side. I'm, I'm good. You listen to the city girls. You know, you listening to whatever hurt you, you want something to justify it. And that's not right. So you got to be careful. In that moment, you probably should have turned on something else. You should have you listened to something else. God loves you. I don't know. I love the Lord when he was, I don't know. Something else other than that because it becomes a part of your decision-making process. So we got to be careful of how we feed our emotions in certain situations. We have to. And I'm going to be real. I thank God for never taking his hands off of me. All I can think right now is, what if I would have just went to my Bible when I was angry? What if I would have just went to my my Bible when I was heartbroken? Because the Bible says God is near and dear to the brokenhearted. So why? 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 And it also tells you, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Why? I should have just went to the Bible, went to God. We pray. We always pray. Everybody say, I pray all the time. But when you pray, are you praying out of habit? Or are you really praying in relationship? Because in that moment that you're feeling whatever you're feeling, you're letting your emotions take over. And whatever you're seeing at the time, whatever you're hearing at the time, is is making the decision for you. So all I'm saying is... When you are dealing with whatever you're dealing with, be mindful of what you allow yourself to see and hear. And if you don't believe me, take some time. Think back to some situations, some things that you did that got you in certain situations that you 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 really could have avoided. Think back. Just pick one, one situation. I want you to think back. Pick one situation and how you reacted. If you can remember who was around you, what like what were what was the scenery? What did you see? What did you hear? It may be a song, it may be a movie, it may be a group of friends, but you allowed yourself to hear certain things and you allowed yourself to see certain things, and those things helped or aided you in the decision making process of whatever that situation was. And I would love to hear y'all testimonies. I would love to hear y'all stories. So, I mean, I, if, if you would like to share them with me, that I can keep them confidential or I can share them on the podcast. I would really like to know. So, get over, head over to the Honeybee Serious Instagram. You can send us a DM or you can email us. If you would like to be a co-host, shoot us an email as well. Share your story, your testimony. Our email is Honeybee Serious Podcast, and that's Honeybee with two E's, Serious Podcast at gmail.com or the Instagram handle Honeybee Serious Podcast underscore. I look forward to seeing these, these stories. I look forward to speaking with you guys again next week. Make sure that y'all go to them grocery stores because y'all know the food about to be off the shelves. Get your water. Get your get, get your cranberry sauce. Y'all be sleeping on the cram. The cranberry sauce be gone. Y'all be sleeping on that cranberry sauce. Get y'all cranberry sauce early. Get all your stuff for your dressing. And until next week, y'all be kind. 
be polite, be conscious, and be serious. <laughs>